Hello and welcome to Femanism, the podcast for men, by men, for women. I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Jamie Hoggart, the most feminist footy fan in Britain. And I'm here to clear the pitch for the women to score big. So come on, you girls. So let's crack on and sort this feminism problem out once and for all. Welcome, welcome everyone. Welcome. Hope everyone's had a great week. Hope our fellow feminist men have had a lovely week celebrating equality and elevating the female of the species. Yeah, and I agree. And I'd uh, also like to say that I hope all women out there have had a lovely weekend, actually. Uh, I hope the women have had a oppression-free, soft weekend, uh, or whatever it is you want. Wonderful. Uh, so why don't we start by, let's have a little catch-up. So, Jamie, have you been up to anything this week? Have I been up to anything this week? Let's find out. What have I been up to? Uh, well, as you know, I'm on a bit of a hiatus from work, which is very relaxing. A lot of people would think that anyone in my position would be depressed, but I'm actually not depressed. I don't have mental health. So for me, it's just been a matter of relaxing and uh, catching up on content. Oh, wonderful. Where does one get good content from these days, then? There's a lot of content to choose from. Um, I'm a TV producer, but I'm not one of those sort of old-fashioned, you know, Luddite types. I'm a, I'm a modern man. I also like to see what the youth are up to. So, yeah, big fan of YouTube, big fan of IG. And uh, a lot of men are too shy to say this, but uh, I also um, keep up with Pornhub. People used to say, oh, that Playboy is great journalism. And I believe that Pornhub is a future of cinematography. I mean, there's some wonderful stories being told out there. Uh, I like to catch up with it, like to see what they're doing. It's avant-garde, you know, it's cutting edge. And as a content maker myself and a storyteller, I like to just keep up with what they're producing and, uh, and publishing. Is it true to say, I mean, I know that you have been working for television, ITV specifically. Mm. Um, celebrity sex traffic was um, yeah. something that came up for you recently. Yeah. I'd imagine that somewhere like you know, Pornhub is maybe a good way of getting these kind of, these types of interviews that you were after. Can you tell us a bit about the show? Yeah, thanks, Sam. So yeah, before I was, I, I am an, a TV producer on a brief break from uh, being in-house at ITV. TV's loss is my game, let's just say that. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> oh, so wicked of you to say that. Lovely, yeah. Yeah, um, so I developed a great concept for a show called Celebrity Sex Traffic. And the concept was because sex trafficking is actually a terrible thing. Uh, a lot of people don't realise, a lot of people go around just thinking, well, you know, well, you don't like traffic, but sex is good. So it sort of cancels each other out. But sex trafficking is bringing usually girls illegally around for terrible, terrible ends and sex means. And it's not right. So we were hoping to bring attention to, I was hoping to bring attention to the matter by getting celebrities, your Laura Whitmore, your Davina McCall. Mary Berry. Yeah, exactly, Mary Berry. Uh, to be in the driver's seat, um, explain the issue for a while. And, you know, they're looking great. They're gorgeous girls bringing, you know, a gorgeous light to the tough issue. And there'd be a cash prize. Well done, mate. I think that's a beautiful tribute to some fantastic ladies. And I really wish you the best of luck with it. Cheers, mate. I uh, really appreciate your kind words during, you know, this up and down time. Uh, so tell me about your weekend, Sam. 
Oh, uh, well, me and the girls and the lady wife, we actually went yesterday to a protest oh. in central Chippenham that I'd organised. Hmm. We, we Basically, it was on Facebook. We did put it on Facebook. Um, I have to say, it was it was disappointingly attended, hmm. but it was uh, it was a march. It was four women, but it was just the five of us in the end. Well, no, six. Sorry, six, because your mum drove us. She drove us to the protest. She, she needed to go to Waitrose anyway. Sorry, um, well, I should probably explain at the moment that, um, for those who don't know, Jamie is my brother-in-law. I'm married to his sister, Kat. Yeah. We didn't have a lot going on at the weekend. We thought, why not throw a bash for the women, see what comes out of it. Yeah. Um, central Chippenham, on the roundabout. Basically, the idea was that everyone's going round and round this roundabout, but we wanted to get, you know, honk if you love women. You know, like, give us a wave if you believe in equality for the sexes. And, I mean, I did get... I got a lot of waves. I did. Can I just say something? Yeah. It's, you know, because I'm a feminist, as you know. I'm a feminist man living a feminist life. But for a lot of men, they're not. And if they're driving around the roundabout, Central Chippenham, and they see a bloke, you know, a mate, an ally, they're going to think, yeah, he's making a great point. I could not agree more, mate. And I think, like, like, we did we did change the signs up a bit because, like, at the end, it was just me standing there with a placard that said, honk if you love pussy. And, like, a lot of people did. Really? Yeah. There are far more feminists in white bands than I had ever thought. I've got to be honest. And your daughters are there as well, so yeah. they're, like, showing solidarity. So these drivers are saying, yeah, I'm in support of these, you know, fresh young girls. Like, I hope they live a safe life, free from harassment. Correct. It was actually, I, I felt amazing. I was like, this is what I've done this weekend. I've done this. So good. This is what I've done to my family. And, like, I'm really, really proud of that. So, yeah, good weekends all in all. All right, then, let's crack on with a letter. And this week we have a letter from a woman. Oh! Dear Femanists, I'm a wife and mother in my mid-thirties who, in most ways, is extremely happy with her life. I married a man who identifies as a feminist. Well, that's really lucky. So good. And I have so much gratitude for this. The problem we have is that despite this, my husband can still be a little bit oblivious to how this plays out in our home. For example, if we've had a busy evening and I've cooked, I'll ask him to put the kids to bed. When I finish clearing up, I'll go to look for him and find that he's been playing on his Nintendo Switch in his office for 45 minutes without asking me if I need help. I feel that if I complain or ask for things to be different, then I'm nagging. And I really don't want to feel like that. I'm a heart surgeon, he works in marketing, so we both have intense careers. And that one person taking time to relax at the other's expense feels unfair. As I said, I really don't want to sound like a nag. Help. Mm. Ooh, okay. So the first thing that I want to say about this is, if you think you sound like you're nagging, then you probably are. Yeah. Sorry, love, but I, I love women too much to bullshit them. So this is my way of saying, like, there is an issue. Men tend to read your persistent reminders as, well, they, they perceive it as nagging. Yeah. I mean, my gut response is, I do feel for her. Because, you know, she's a heart surgeon, and that's really hard. Um... I can see a little bit of self-importance in the letter. You know, oh, I'm a heart surgeon, I made dinner and everything. But, you know, he's in marketing. I work with a lot of the marketing department, ITV, and they're really, really, really great guys. They are, they're creative, they're hardworking, they're a laugh. And when I read that he was marketing, I thought, he does need to unwind. And that's what 
she's missing, you know, I think is a bit of compassion. And heart surgeons are a competitive alpha type, type, you know, and marketing's more sensitive, creator type of job. And I think it might be different personalities here. Like she's hardworking, she's clinical, she's not that compassionate, and he's the artist. And uh, that's where the tension lies for me. What do you think, Sam? I think you're absolutely right, because I think being a heart surgeon, that's different, because she, in her head, she's like, you know, snip, snap, done. I've finished. He's marketing, you know, a million miles an hour, probably. So it is tricky. I do feel her, but I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that come at men sometimes about, you know, like that they should have all this capacity for multitasking and that it's not a woman's job to do that. But I think sometimes maybe he is multitasking. Maybe you're unaware of actually the tasks that he's focusing on. I think you nailed it. You can't switch it off. He's thinking always about work and how to help the company and how to achieve growth. And she's just a heart surgeon. Yeah. And obviously, we wouldn't read someone's surname out, but she's provided it. We've had a Google. This is a lovely, lovely looking girl. And all I can say is, I'm on your side. I'm a feminist. I'm here for you. And if it doesn't work out, you know where to find us. <laughs> Not mincing your words there, are you? I have to say, like, I am taking a little bit more balanced perspective. Like, I really get it. I guess, like, the perspective that I'm coming from is that, you know, I live in that world of I'm a busy working father. I live with Kat, who, like, she's a lawyer. She works long hours. Very clever woman. Always got an answer for everything. It can get very intense. It's an intense world. You know, I live with four women, and that's a lot. I think everyone can agree with that. It's my own fault. But um, the thing about men is, like, we do, we notice different things. Like, the way that I view it is, you know, she's been in the kind of fresh air of the operating theatre where he's very close to a screen all day. Right. And he might not vocalise that very well. He might not have the, the language for it. And I think maybe that's where we need to really dig in for this couple. Um, how do we communicate these different needs. I think the other thing in this dynamic is that, you know, they're being progressive, they're being avant-garde. She's the man in the relationship and he's the woman. Because she's a heart surgeon, very masculine job, sciencey, it's helpful, it's black and white. And he's the artist, right? You know, he's in marketing, he's creative. They're playing around with gender dynamics. And she's uncomfortable because she feels like a man, but he's treating her like a woman. That's a good point, Jamie, because, um, you know, like, we are living in a... It's a world of fluidity now, isn't it? But it's a world that constantly needs redefining. I think what is happening here is he knows she's got a masculine job and he knows he's the sensitive artist female figure in the relationship and he is helping her feel like a woman again, right? This is a man who's saying, listen, I know you're carrying a lot of masculine energy in this relationship and I want to help you by making you nag, making you do the cleaning, making you do the cooking, making you look after the kids. He's helping her to reconnect back to her femininity and I'd encourage her to say, thank you for helping me reconnect to the woman within. That's such a beautiful sentiment. Just one other thing, have you thought about getting a robot Hoover? Honestly, absolute game changer in our house. <laughs> So we've got Juliet here. We almost had her last week. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. 
I can hear you this time. Well done, yes. <laughs> I don't know what happened before. Thank you so much for rearranging. That's absolutely no problem, G. I know it is, it's a tricky old one, isn't it, that we all have to do these video calls now, but there are some tutorials. If you go on YouTube, you can actually see, oh. uh, you can troubleshoot <laughs> and you can see, um, you probably just, maybe you didn't unmute yourself last time. And it isn't hard, is the other thing to remember. Thanks. Thank you for that. I, I, I really don't know what happened. But honestly, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Anyway, welcome. How are you? Oh, I'm so well. I'm so thrilled to be here. And I love your enthusiasm for finding out more about how men can become better feminists and allies to women. I think it's a really, it's so encouraging and it's such a relief when men actually want to listen to the female perspective. And it, yeah, like, I mean, you're, you're a honestly welcome. Oh. And I'm happy to do it. Um, so here we are. It's fantastic to see you. You are looking radiant. Gorgeous. Really healthy. Uh, just, yeah, sorry, I know Jamie does like to give the visual, but just to say that um, Ju is my yoga teacher. She's just a gorgeous presence, just beautiful, smiley face. Do we, sorry, I, sorry, I just want to you're stepping because I'm doing the visuals. Oh, yeah, sorry. Do we just do, do, we just do the rest of the visuals? Carry on, yeah. So hi guys, uh, as you all know, I like to provide some visual information, it's an audio medium, um, and I'm a TV guy. Uh, so Ju, um, we can see her, lucky us. <laughs> um, the easiest way I think to describe her, if any of you, um, if any of you have seen the moon, the light from the moon, it glows. It's that glow, but on a woman, um, and she just dazzles. She really, 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 really does. Um, and if I was a woman, I'd be jealous and want to kill her. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm a man. So for me, it's just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous thing for me to look at. Can I, uh, can I just yeah, do, say... Yeah, no, do go ahead, go you. ahead, go ahead. Great, thank you. Um, well, firstly, that was a very, very generous and warm introduction. Yeah. But as the podcast is about feminism, it is just worth noting that you were focusing on... <laughs> On elements, I would say, aren't that in keeping with us connecting as people on a deeper level. I think it's when the focus is on appearance. And then I think um, Jamie mentioned that, you know, other women might feel a certain way. And I would, really yeah. think it's important to get... Yeah, to cut you off again. Sorry, TV. I was just wondering, is that probably because, I mean... It's interesting, isn't it? Because coming from your perspective, like, you have to say that, don't you? Because, you know, obviously you can't say it. You can't say that there are these energies between women. And well, uh... I think what we're saying is that we're celebrating the whole range of it. That Yes, you can be yourself, you can be beautiful, but you can also appreciate that there are some women who maybe find that threatening and we're celebrating them too. And I agree with Sam, actually, in this debate. I think... What you're saying is, you know, it's lovely, Juliet, but it's just missing the point to an extent. Like, from my perspective, when I see a lovely looking lass, I'm not, you know, being a sexist man. You know, I'm just saying what I see. And that's to do being observant. It's to do with being just an intelligent kind of guy. If I see a beautiful lass, I'm going to see her, I'm going to say something, and that's just keeping it real. It's just being honest. If I could see your personalities quickly, I would comment. I know what we can do. Juliet, tell us your top three things about your personality. Go. Okay, guys, I just, I have so much to, to say here. So I believe you invited me on so we could discuss a female experience, my experience, my personal experience. I can only offer that. And That's all right, in my don't worry. Pers in my personal experience, women have been objectified. And throughout my life, that's been something that, 
is actually quite a complicated issue. Absolutely. Can I just step in? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, sorry. Step away. I just want to say to Juliet, I'm sorry if you feel, you know, in danger or whatever. I just want to say that I'm a lover, not a hater. So you're always safe in my hands. And any woman is safe in a room with me. I've always said that. Okay, I feel like you your intention is to compliment and you're mistaking the desire to compliment to make someone feel good with the reality which is you have to be perceptive of what's appropriate i mean hopefully you can totally understand i totally i totally i definitely understand Einstein as well. Yeah, I mean... Thank, so that's actually brilliant. Thank you so much, Juliet. You've been amazing. Answered um, all of our questions. You gave him a really good shot and we're really we're really happy with what you've done. Thank you. Sorry, I'm a bit confused. I, I... No, don't worry. Don't worry, honestly. it's it, it, This is a hard medium to get your head around. I thought I was invited on the show so I could really you know, we could have good conversations and, and really explore feminism. Yeah, I but don't, don't worry about like it. You've been great. Oh, that's what I'd say. I'd say, like, you've... You've more than nailed it. Um, You've been our best guest so far. <laughs> well, I'm the only guest, aren't I? So do you guys feel like your understanding of feminism has deepened actually having a woman's perspective? Uh, we remain curious. That's what that's what I'd say to this. I, I feel like curiosity is the, your biggest asset Not if mine, you're trying mate. to be feminist allies. I would say you potentially have a bit further to go if you think a couple of weeks you've pick that up and you're really flying with it if if you're not actually that curious to hear a woman's perspective that's i'm really curious I'll... really curious can i just say that i made like a really funny joke and no one laughed and i don't think you heard and i'm worried that the listeners won't have heard do you mind if we circle back because juliet said that curiosity was your biggest asset and i said not mine mate <laughs> no i didn't hear that so i was like <laughs> Yes, yeah, so uh, I was implying I had a bigger asset. But that's naughty. <laughs> you know what I mean, mate? That is <laughs> naughty. It's just a bit of a laugh, and we were getting bogged down about feminism. Can I just give a little bit of feedback? I feel like men drawing attention to their genitals it, when we're trying to talk about feminism it is a little bit problematic. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't always be making dick jokes, but I, as a rule, because I'm quick on my feet, I only make a dick joke when one's presented to me. And you said the phrase big asset. Like, if you didn't said big asset, I wouldn't have said anything. Okay, okay, okay. I've, I've come up with something. Okay, Juliet, you do a joke about your big asset instead. Yes. Well, in the plural, probably. You do your version and then boom, equal, done. Dunsies. Equal. Why don't I set... Do you want me to set you up? Yeah. Like, no, she, no, no, she no, no, please, just... please don't set me up. I don't need equal dunsies. They <laughs> don't need to be set up for me to make an inappropriate joke back. We're happy to do it. Yeah. Nope, that is absolutely not what I would like to do. Thank you. Really? Nope, thank you. I respectfully decline. Okay. No, no, yeah, yeah. That's all right, love. Don't worry about it. So, yeah, thanks, Stu. It's really... It's, I feel like I've learned... I'm probably twice as knowledgeable about feminism as I was probably when we started the show. So, I, you know, that's really good. That's given me lots to think about. Can I just ask, did you consider co-hosting with a woman to have that kind of gender balance? Or No, because of the tech bit. Well, funny thing was, I really struggled with tech. And so, and it was my idea. So um, I could be, I guess I, I, I was the only one who could really be the, 
go on struggling with tech and I just needed someone really good at tech. So Jamie, <laughs> on, and Jamie just happened to be Jamie just happened to be around. It's the implication that women are not good at tech because yeah. I'm sure you guys realise that, <laughs> that that's obviously a ridiculous thing to say. No, no, no. We do realise that. I just meant there couldn't be two of us. Couldn't be. Yeah, but you could get a woman who's fantastic at tech. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing is that even if that was a possibility, we're trying to convince men to be feminists. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah. think getting, you know, women on whining about it or whatever is going to help men agree. Yeah. And when you get two great blokes, reasonable guys, yeah. men that you want to be friends with, or maybe, you know, you feel you already know, then that's how you're going to convince men. The last thing they need is another woman. But I don't feel that way. I know that women don't whine. They've just got a different pitched voice. And they are, in general, more critical. It's not whining, it's complaining at a higher frequency. And I think a lot of men don't know that. You know, it's your ears. It's your ears' fault. Like, it's the women's fault, and then it's your ears' fault. Sorry. I... That's actually, like, I didn't know that. I genuinely didn't know that. No, no, no. If I've got a complaint, I'll just say, very reasonably, in a low voice, mate, that's bad. But if a woman does, she comes in very high. It could be shrill on the ears. And that's the sound wave thing. That's not sexism. That's just science. Oh, wow. I mean, there's so much to unpack there. OK, well, listen, we do have to crack on. So why don't you unpack, maybe in your own time, Ju? Just because the podcast needs to, you know, keep going. We'll get... Come back another time and unpack it, right? Lovely. Can we just get you to summarise in a sentence how much you've enjoyed being on? That would be a really good outro, I think. And just remember, it's feminism, so just try and get the name of the podcast in there somewhere. We might use it as on a trailer or something. That would be smashing. It's an intonation thing, yeah. I'm so sorry. I, I'm really sorry. Just say something positive and we'll let you go, love. <laughs> Sounds a bit creepy. <laughs> <laughs> then say it quickly and we'll let you go. Then. I think you guys have a lot to learn and I'm glad that you're curious. I hope you continue to have, you know, women voices represented on a podcast about feminism i think that would be really important no definitely so we can probably get away with a bit of a break now because we've had you on two weeks in a row so we will in the future but i think we'll give the listeners ears a bit of a break of the next few apps yeah oh my goodness wow that was so interesting that was a real eye-opener for me. Whew. But it's funny, isn't it, that we don't all have the same ideas about feminism. But, you know, to give us credit, neither of us got angry. She did maybe have a bit of trouble keeping her cool, you know? But uh, that, again, uh, we hold space for that anger. And uh, hopefully, you know, that really helped her get stuff off her chest. So, brilliant interview. Yes, I did also notice her struggling. Uh, it's a tough conversation. I think, you know, we're the ones with the podcast about feminism. So we're kind of, the, there are two experts and one lay person in the conversation and she did her best. I'd probably give her six out of ten for feminism, not for looks. For looks, I okay, would probably right, give nice her stuff. more like eight. Yep. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, couldn't agree more, Jamie. And I would say thank you to you both. We had a smashing episode. Um, all right, then. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Um, I hope that you are feeling revitalised by our feminist chat. And please do join us again. Yeah. All right. Catch you later.